0: This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my toss. check my nails, baby, how you feel? Baby, baby. Hello welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Savannah Million, and she talks to me about her love of Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon 2.0. Gathery, farmy games, taking care of animals. In the case of Harvest Moon, trying to find a mate. Just some cute graphics and basic gameplay to satisfy a casual gamer. That's how I would quantify Savannah. I get into my own penchant as a casual gamer of Pokemon Go. Inspired partially by Savannah's journey into these games being spawned by Pokemon Yellow way back in our elementary days. So there's some nostalgia here. There's some discussion and exploration of what it is about these games that makes us tick as humans playing them. Wanting to upgrade, figure out the best ways to carry out all of the mechanics of the farming and etc. I think it'll be enjoyable for everyone, probably be an insight into these games for those who don't play them and maybe want to learn a little more about what it is that people like about them and what they don't like about them. I think that was one of the more interesting parts of this conversation for me was finding out that there were things that made Savannah unhappy and inspired her to get into web development and fixing glitches that she had seen as a game player and also to make Savannah a podcaster, someone who wants to talk about robots and feminism and there's some aspects of uh, feminism in these games or a lack thereof. ...that we discover as well. Speaking of Savannah's Robots and Feminism podcast, you can listen to that show. It's called Roboism. It's a fellow Chicago podcast co-op podcast, and I think anyone who listens to this conversation and enjoys it would enjoy that. I will say that confidently. Savannah's co-host Alex Cox was on the show a while ago talking about robots, because what else... And you, that would be a good companion piece for both this and episodes of their show. So I would encourage you to check out anything that they have produced together or separately. All of them. Support Alex and Savannah because they're good ladies. If you would like to support the Nerdalogs, the sketch comedy collective that I am a part of, you have a couple chances coming up to do so. This Sunday night, the 18th, at the Beat Kitchen at 7 p.m. will be our monthly edition of Your Stories. This one, we are hosting some guests from Bitbash here in Chicago, which is a big gaming kind of Saturday afternoon. Everybody hang out and play some games. I believe there's an indie gaming element to it, so if you're listening to this because you're a fan of Animal Crossing and or Harvest Moon, then I would recommend you look up details about Bitbash or come and hear the folks who organize Bitbash tell some stories inspired by the theme of multiplayer and have that as a primer going into your Bitbash experience. Also, on Saturday the 24th, we will be having a 7th anniversary show and party at 1917 North Elston. You can find more details about that on our site or by contacting me directly at the Token Ginger on Twitter. That show will be called Are You Still Watching? It's inspired by some uh, sketches that we've written over the last year or so. They're all media based, commercially, television y. So we've cooked up a fun viewing experience for anyone who would like to attend. That's Saturday. The 24th at 7 p.m. we'll open the doors and at 8 o'clock we'll start the show. And after the show, we will have drinks and snacks and camaraderie. And I just can't imagine a better way to spend a Saturday evening. But that's pretty selfish of me. Anywho, thank you so much for listening. It's been a delight to share this conversation with Savannah Million. My guest today is Savannah Million. Hi. Last name, like the Bucks. Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, like the number, as I always tell like cashiers or whatever. Whenever ask. you have to give a, a full I mean, first name, last name. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the number. Great, <laughs> hey, but million is a, a hell of a last name.
1: I enjoy it. It's wonderful. There's a lot of puns to be made. I'm sure. I was really annoyed in high school when I didn't get voted in the yearbook as the first to make a million, because I was like, <laughs> literally, all I would have to do <laughs> is have kids, which everyone else in my high school has done by now, but no one thought of that cool wordplay when they're voting. So whatever. Let's
0: Man, you should have campaigned on that. Uh, <laughs> I know. Because that's incredible. <laughs> First one to make a million. <laughs> but that's no so good. Lost. Oh well.
1: Uh
0: I mean at this point do you really think there was someone in your high school who's like already netted a million bucks. No,
1: absolutely not. <laughs> I went to high school in Arkansas, so definitely
0: not. Yeah. The the highest common denominator just still laying in the ballpark. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. I don't know if I would have realized that you're also a
1: a relatively southern person. I, yeah, because you also grew up in the South South, Carolina. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, so I I went to high school in Arkansas, but I didn't, I'm not like from there and I didn't grow up as a kid there. So, gotcha. I I never picked up the accent apart. I say y'all sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's an easy one. I think y'all is becoming more universal than southern. It's a great, yeah, it's a great, um, like all inclusive yeah. word to use instead of you guys. Absolutely, people get mad about you guys. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Y'all yeah. is a better catch-all and like way to refer to a group of people mm-hmm. than you guys is. Yeah, even yeah. though I'd argue things like guys and dude are losing. I feel like gendered.
1: Yeah, I know. Even the word boy, like I lately, uh, <laughs> the word boy has become just a, a noun for anything. Like, yes, and I'm yes. here for it. Like I. My boyfriend and I are totally guilty of that. Like, all the time. I love it. I think it's really fun. And yeah, I don't, yeah, make it not be the gender anymore. (laughs) Like, who needs it? I don't
0: think so either. And uh, yeah, it's not that you're trying to, like, exclude one gender in preference of another. It's just, and I guess that's part of the argument is like,
1: uh, but you are excluding it, right. and you don't realize, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, language is powerful, and, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, to understand the arguments. I just want. I want guys, boys... And dudes to not have any sort of gender association at all. And maybe if we use them all constantly, it'll just, like, get filtered, like, watered down. Absolutely. That's kind of my tactic. All right. I'm I on your team. Cool. Thank you. We can spearhead this movement. Um,
0: but I probably won't quit saying y'all. I know. Yeah, just
1: say it. all the words, I think. Yeah.
0: Firmly in camp, referring to things as boy. Okay.
1: <laughs> It's just so adorable. I I think
0: so, too. Uh, Well, I I mean, speaking of adorable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to chat today about your adorable interest in Animal Crossing. Yes, yeah, I have. I thought I could talk about both, I think, in combination, Animal Crossing and uh, Harvest Moon. Are you familiar with the Harvest Moon? I have heard of Harvest Moon. Oh, boy. I can tell you all about Harvest Moon. (laughs) What is (laughs) it? Where does your interest start in this family of games? Yeah, so uh, I think I started, I think my first ever video game was, like, Pokemon Yellow in, like, first grade. Yes. And, um, which similarly is a game that's, like, about raising cute animals, Mm -hmm. which I think applies to, like, Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing to a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always been into those, like... RPG-type games with critters. That's Um, great. Yeah, yeah, critter-based. Critter-based RPGs. RPGs. I think
0: that's how they quantify it on IGN. That's that's (laughs)
1: really how I do, yeah. Um, Yeah, and I've just been, I don't know, I get, like, uh, obsessed with them. Yeah. And and I I was, like, really in the closet about it for a long time because, like, Pokémon was big in when I was in like first and second grade and then I think by about third grade it became it like totally flipped and became uncool. Yeah. And so then I stopped talking about how much I liked it. And then at some point it became cool again. And then I remember, like, in high school seeing um, people wear, like, T-shirts with Pikachu on them. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I got bullied. Like, how dare you? <laughs> and so That's so funny. Yeah. And, like, and now, yeah, like, Pokemon Go is a thing that, like, everyone plays. Like, you don't even have to be into Pokemon. And right. I'm in this world now where we're all, like, you wear all of your insecurities on your sleeve. And so it's, like, suddenly totally, like, not only okay, but celebrated for me to be a little bit more loud about liking these things. And all of my friends do, so it's it's fine. It's right. Like not, yeah.
0: Yeah, no one, it, even if it were considered, you know a uh, thing that was still worthy of ridicule, you're not surrounding
1: yourself with people who would. Right, I'm not surrounded by <laughs> shitty third graders anymore. But, right. Um, I'm sorry, can I swear on your Oh,
0: program? you can say okay. whatever the fuck I you'd forgot. like. <laughs> I,
1: uh,
0: I noticed you, like, trail off at the end of <laughs> a, a curse, and I
1: was like, oh, I hope she knows she can let that freak flag fly. <laughs> well, Alex and I used to curse on Roboism, but we oh. got picked up by Relay and they're family friendly, so we've really had to, like... Tone it down. Um, tone it down, and it's hard. It's an, yeah. I I, just, I don't think I curse that often, but I don't pay attention to when I do. So it's, right, it's like hard to notice. I think I
0: think I'm guilty of going through phases where I do more, and I definitely am not usually aware of the fact that I am. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely in that camp. And I think for me, I understand wanting things to be family friendly. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not on an <laughs> echelon where I think anyone will even complain about it. Yeah. I'd rather it be like an unencumbered conversation yeah. than us have to be wary of every
1: word. Thing. Yeah. I think when people are speaking excitedly about something, too, they tend to curse more. I think I so. <laughs> I think so, too. And I am
0: also totally guilty of that yeah. it, it, it's when i'm getting emphatic that
1: <laughs> right. they start coming out right yeah yeah so okay good i won't
0: um, yeah censor myself then good uh it's it's hilarious it's like yeah we're gonna talk about these adorable animal games it's gonna, <laughs> <cruise a fly. laughs> gonna be uh. so many f-bombs <laughs> <laughs> you must be a few years younger than i am because there's For me, it was like later in elementary school and like into middle school when I really feel like the craze was starting in in the U.S. at least. And I was getting super into the Game Boy games Mm -hmm. and uh, where Pokemon is concerned, uh, if that was unclear. And I think I benefited from just naturally kind of feeling like I aged out of it and being like, oh, I I don't think I'm really going to, like, play Game Boy as much. And I never, it was never my number one, you know, most desired activity. So I wasn't, I didn't, like, you know, throw away all my squirtle shirts. (laughs) Like, uh, I was, uh, I just kind of, like, graduated out of it. But my brother played a little bit, too. And he was, and he's much older than I am. Uh, But he was definitely... Um, more self-conscious about it than I was as a result of that. Because he was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm. But with me, like, you know, he played yellow and I played red and we could, like, trade trade around. And it was great at home. But, yeah, I don't think he was, like, telling his buddies at high school that he was
1: playing Pokemon with his little sister. God, I certainly didn't. I even played, like, World of Warcraft in the closet in high school and, like, didn't talk about it. Because there were, like, two kids at school who played it, and they were super weird. Right. I "I can't. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I totally relate to that. I was friends with all the band kids, but it definitely was one of those things where uh, there were things that they did that I was, like, envious of their seeming lack of self-consciousness. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah Yeah.
0: and it definitely was one of those things where it's like also everybody thinks they're so weird like yeah Yeah. like my friends
1: definitely my friends who loved me and were supportive of me would have made fun of me man yeah yeah you know yeah
0: it's so funny to think that that influences people's you know interests and can even I think push them back into that I think that's part of why there's an even stronger wave of nostalgia Mm -hmm. and getting back into things that we used to be into because they are more, like, socially acceptable or at least perceived that way.
1: Yeah, and, like, now it's cool to be really weird. Yeah. At least. I don't know if that's a growing up thing or just the, like, people that I've become friends with. But, yeah, it's now the weirder you are, the more unique and interesting you are. And I'm like, oh, I should have been more, I don't know, fine with my my nerdy interests as a teenager, but oh well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are now, (laughs) (laughs) chatting about Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah. What was your entree into those games specifically? Yeah,
1: so the first Harvest Moon game that I played was um, Harvest Moon 3, which was, I think it was on Game Boy Color, but it might have not been a color game, like I think it had pretty muted uh, pixels as far as I can remember, but the interesting thing about Harvest Moon 3 was it was one of the first... So, oh, if you're not familiar with the Harvest Moon franchise at all, it is a farming and dating simulator. So, like, it always has these really stupid <laughs> intros where you're like, you inherited a farm, and you, like, show up on the farm, and some guy's like, here's the farm, uh, here's a cow, and here's some seeds, like, go for it. And you just, you know, you, like, plant crops, and then there's, like, a town full of cuties, and you can marry them, and uh and it's, Cuties. it's like, yeah it's and it's all like anime style so like really terrible dialogue and like um you know they're just but they're great and Uh, Oh, like, tons of stereotypes, just, like, you know, everybody's very, like, one-dimensional. Like, I'm the book girl, I have big glasses, and I hang out at the library. That's so funny. Stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, but Harvest Moon 3, the big thing about that was um, you could play as a girl. And so, and my parents were always trying to give me games that had girls in them. Aww. And that was really cool. Um, And... Uh, another big aspect of Harvest Moon is your like you save up money, you buy seeds, you plant them, and then you sell the crops, and then you have more money to, with which to buy the more expensive seeds, and it's just that, um, and it's like a really addicting cycle. If you, yeah. Yeah, and then you and you like upgrade stuff in your house and on your farm to make you make more money to make you buy more bigger upgrades, um, and. Uh, basically, like every mobile game now has the same. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I was honestly thinking that when you are describing it, I was like, uh. it's very formulaic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and um, at any rate, when you so you could pick being a boy or a girl, and then whichever one you weren't the the um, the other gender would like be somebody on your farm who you could marry, and they would like help you out. And um, some of the upgrades that you could see in the store were like buying a crib and stuff. And it's like if you get once you get married, you can have a baby and because this was the 90s and this was one of the like first games of the series to even let you play as a girl instead of figuring out how to let you be a girl and get married and be pregnant on the farm they were like nah when you get married the game is over and they don't tell you this because like how would they tell you so like i (laughs) i sunk so many hours into this game and then like got married and the game ends like a week later so I'd already saved and so it like just (gasps) killed my file it was
0: the worst that is so weird it was so bad wait so in reverse like if you play as a male it doesn't do that
1: yeah if you play as a male the game never ends you can get married you have a baby it's I think it stays a baby forever it was it was traumatizing (laughs) it was like what a great a great message to send I can't Fathom a response to this. <laughs> it was. so bad. I'm so mad about it. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> <The devil.
0: laughs> like. What? So the message being that like, all right, lady, you're married off. That's the end game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's over. Man, what a like massive glitch. <laughs> so bad. Because like, I think they figured. I mean, obviously, if you're a woman, you're. Pregnant and working on the farm. Instead of like trying to touch that at all, they were just like, "No, like we won't." Wow. <laughs> so they just yeah end the game for you.
0: So instead of creating a, an alternate
1: way, well, which they did in later games, because in later <sighs> games they let you play as a girl, and then hilariously you're just pregnant and nothing. It like you don't <laughs> you don't show or anything. You're just like oh. You're pregnant. And then then at some point you're like, You had the baby and then it's just there. And And that's
0: that's what uh, I was gonna say is if nothing else, just don't change it. Like just just continue what the pace of the game would have been otherwise, yeah. And don't depend on the realism of having a pregnant character.
1: Well, and this was like pre-internet, so or I mean, like the internet might have Early existed, internet. but yeah. I I wasn't on it, and um, so I don't know if that if it really got any if there were people in the uh, Harvest Moon
0: Three forums, yeah, just like <laughs> raged post
1: but uh, yeah, I mean.
0: That is yeah. bizarre.
1: If something, like if they were to do something like that today, it would be, you would see the rage. You yeah, <laughs> there'd be like a, a <laughs> Kotaku article about it or something. Yeah, it wouldn't fly, but.
0: Mm. That is so frustrating and strange. It was, yeah, it was bad. So, but. as a host of Roboism, <laughs> I feel like that's in the realm of. Topics of conversation
1: You know what I mean? Probably I mean it's such an old game It's like what's yeah. the point of like right. cultural criticism Dig Of the game up. that came out in like the 90s I don't know but.
0: Yeah but I'm sure there I mean I <laughs> There's plenty to uh, Field a, a conversation about like Women in games in general
1: <laughs> Oh absolutely Yeah if there's any um, Yeah like Places to discuss how old games, like, shaped us growing up. I'm right. Sure would, yeah. That's kind of where I'm coming
0: from, is it, it would at least be a talking point in
1: a conversation. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, the, but the Harvest Moon games are also, like, notoriously bad. Like, they're still bad. Um, they're, like, super... They still make them. They still make them, um, but they've always been super glitchy. They have, like, really varying, like, styles. And then something happened a couple years ago... I think it was like three years ago now um, that I qu- can't quite explain but it's like the company split and so the um, the company making Harvest Moon titles now isn't the same as the company that originally was And but they have the naming rights and so gotcha. the other company is making games called like Story of Seasons even so- though They're similar, probably, but they just had to change it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and like the art is worse for the current Harvest Moon games, and I haven't totally kept up. But there's there's a newer game from an indie developer called Stardew Valley. I
0: was try, I was like scrambling in my brain to remember the name of that game. Yeah, because I feel like that's a hugely popular game in this. Genre.
1: It is, and so Stardew Valley is cool because it essentially like took all of the things that were great about Harvest Moon and, um, like, made a spiritual successor for it. Cool. And left a lot of the terrible things out. Great. because so, like the like really the Harvest Moon games are all really bad, and if you were somebody like me who's really into them, you would play them and be like. Why is, like, I, I would make this better, you know? Right. I think this one guy was like, who actually did it and cool. made Stardew Valley. Cool. But yeah, there's just, like, so much weirdness. Like, for example, um, <laughs> uh, so in all of the games, you need to, like, woo somebody to make them marry you, and the way that you make somebody fall in love with you is by giving them presents, and the way that you give people <sighs> presents is you pick up an item and, like, you're the little sprite in the game, so you're holding the item above your head, and to give it to somebody you throw it at them and this is like not intuitive nobody ever explains this to you but like you do it at some point and it's just like canon throughout all of the games is that's how you give people things oh, God. and then everybody has an item that they love and they have like five items that they like and then some that they hate and the hate stuff is usually pretty obvious like like people don't like weeds or whatever but oh. um, the like item will be like some random it'll be like like strawberry cheesecake, and there's no wow. way you'll know it's not listed anywhere. You
0: just got to keep throwing stuff at them. Yeah,
1: and you can only give them one present a day, and <laughs> like so, but which essentially means that you have to play <laughs> the game of the guide up. And so there were all oh. these guides online, um, and a really popular one was called Fogu dot com, and it was just run by a fan. Uh huh. But I would like. Like, before the games would come out, I would read these guides in depth, and I would have, like, the whole game memorized before it came oh out. Oh, my gosh. It's so stupid. It's, like, <laughs> How did they... Were these just people getting
0: games early or something like that? I
1: think sh- that they must have. Or maybe even,
0: like, getting them immediately when they came out, and then by the time you got it, it like, was... Oh, like,
1: yeah, getting the Japanese version. Oh, came out sure. Which the American version. Right. Like, yeah, it's hard. I don't know exactly, but, like, the... Like, Fogu... Uh, would have it was so like all the games would be it would be like fogu.com dot com slash hm three and that would be Harvest Moon three mm-hmm. so you could navigate like they didn't list the new games but
0: gotcha. you could navigate
1: to like the latest number and see the in progress and see if they had it yeah yeah and uh, I would do that and like, man that up. is. That's in deep. <laughs> like reading like, about the game before you even got it. It was so bad because they're dating simulators, so I would like look up, I'm like, who am I gonna marry? When's their birthday? What's their favorite item? What's their schedule? And I would have all this shit memorized before I would start playing the game oh like a my creeper. Oh
0: gosh. It was
1: so dumb. That's
0: would, so funny. Yeah, and
1: like all of this stuff, like because there's so much um like unlocking that you need to do. So it's like you need to have Um, like, this much money in order to buy a thing that will let you, like, turn corn into, like, chicken food, and Mm -hmm. then, so I would, like, save up to have it by the first date that it's available so I could, like, get this stuff as soon as possible to, it's called, the the term for it is called min-maxing, which is where you, like, you research a game to a, like, ridiculous degree, I guess, and then play it. In a way that makes it not fun anymore. That's kind of so But I have all Min of Min maxing. Yeah. I have all of this stupid knowledge in my brain about like just weird details for Harvest Moon games. Like, Does oh, you have to do this by like summer 14th. Right.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking as you were describing uh, you know, looking up all these guides to take any of the like mystery and guess out of like okay if i want to woo this person i don't know what i have to give them yeah. <laughs> which is like an inherent part of the game and designed to make it you know take longer and there be guess and check but right. i guess it makes sense that uh if you're looking in a guide and you know immediately what to throw at this thing first it's like All right, and that part of the game is checked off,
1: you know? I don't know what's so, like, that was satisfying to Uh me to just, like, turn the entire game into checkboxes. Uh-huh. So dumb. I don't know. And then I would get bored because you do that, you get, like, 80% done and you're like, why am I here? Like, I don't, (laughs) what am I doing?
0: That's so funny. It's Uh really, it's really funny to think about the, like, human nature tendencies that that you know
1: ruin things
0: (laughs) well we'll know to even like to be able to plan that much Mm. and control that much i remember talking to a woman about the sims uh my friend jules talked about Mm -hmm. the sims on the show and uh, like halfway through the conversation uh, i think she said something to the effect of yeah i mean there's definitely a real god complex thing around it and i was like oh my god i've been thinking that i'm so glad he said it but i didn't want to put that on you but the fact that you admitted it yes absolutely this is a god complex thing oh it's totally i mean i got really
1: into the sims also and the sims was great because they there there was so much in those games that you couldn't anticipate like yeah um i remember one time i had a sim um like get into a relationship with their boss at work and then i got promoted because for sleeping with my boss and i was like you programmed that yay what are you doing oh i'm 12 like <laughs> my gosh that is it was, insane yeah like just so so much right and yeah
0: but there is something to be said for the the human naturey things that that yeah. like also checks off. Like, yeah. all right, well, I planned this and check. You know, it's mm-hmm. being able to be in control of a space when you're not necessarily in control of your your space in the actual world oh
1: yeah oh definitely <laughs> uh-huh. that was definitely
0: part of the appeal a little me. satisfying yeah scratching of itches
1: uh-huh and animal crossing was the same way because the so the first game for animal crossing that came out in the u.s was for GameCube, mm-hmm. and um all of the the whole town was made of acres which were like you would basically you could walk around the like rectangle of the screen and when you would hit the side you would like get pushed into the next rectangle. Okay. And so your whole town was made up of like a grid of these rectangles and they had this perfect town status where um like each acre had to have a certain amount of trees and flowers in it for your town to be considered beautiful. Um <laughs> which meant for me that I needed to make a spreadsheet and plan out and like all of the trees like they have to have you know like a certain amount of empty squares around them and there's like other obstacles right whatever. so it was like you can't just like plant a tree right next to a tree right next to a tree and all that right to like yeah to fill that goal so um yeah so that meant that I needed google sheets or whatever or excel I think right the time. sure uh yeah just so, so ridiculous
0: so so <laughs> did you oh man I'm so interested in this Excel spreadsheet business so did you was each score,
1: how'd you what did this look like Ooh, mean, this we, coffee is strong if, you, had to make, you had to make the spreadsheet look like be Actual squares Uh first and not, like, you know, because normal spreadsheets are, like, more rectangles. Right. And then, yeah, and then, like, each cell you would color them to be, like, this would be a tree and this would be a flower and these ones are buildings. And then there was a little bit, So you made a spreadsheet for, like, each... For the town.
0: ...individual acre?
1: Yeah, well, no, so, like, the whole... The one spreadsheet was the town and then each, um, like, because the grid was made up of squares Mm -hmm. so it's like a tree takes up one square and a flower takes up one square so that you could like gotcha color in the dots and like the houses are like five by five or whatever yeah um
0: so you just do that for each like plot of yeah animal crossing space Uh, oh that is amazing
1: (laughs) so bad
0: that's so funny so so you would like plan out how you're going to build up
1: the whole town yeah (sighs) yeah that is so deep. Uh, I wasn't the only one who did this. This yeah. is, like a, lot, like, a lot of people have the same story of mapping out their animal crossing towns with spreadsheets. And you could also, like, you could put patterns on the ground so you could basically, yeah, like, line up to be mathematically exactly how you want it to look. Oh, from, like, one mm-hmm. space to the next. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah.
0: So if you were panned out all the way, it could, you yeah. know, look like something.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. part of the appeal. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. Yeah. Did,
0: was this a thing that someone suggested online? It was like, if you want, you can
1: yeah, plan like this. I think so. Um, I mean, I know I was looking up guides for that too because there's no like, there's nowhere in Animal Crossing that says like you need three trees and five flowers per acre. But they will say like, um, oh, this this area looks a little sparse, right? Know? And then, but that you know, in game terms, means there's like a. you know like an actual quantity of things that are associated with that but yeah and then you could get like the golden watering can which (gasps) was really important for me to have (laughs)
0: it's (laughs) based on actually landing on the ideal mix of trees and flowers etc
1: yes yeah (sighs) yeah and not uh, no weeds this is like this game got a lot of press because um, weeds grew in the town that you would have to pull Mm. and that so it, it there were like headlines that came out, but like, this game makes you like weed your like neighbor's gardens, and they'll get mad at you. And it's true. It was such a strange game, but like so absurd and delightful. Like, yeah. What was what is the difference between the
0: two? I guess Animal Crossing just being between building world. Animal Crossing and Harvest
1: Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Animal Crossing was way more chill Um and. Harvest Moon was a lot more about, like, the end goal in Harvest Moon was to be super rich and, like, married with a kid in a giant house on your farm. Like, it was mm-hmm. very, you know, mm-hmm. like, there, there are more goals, I think. And then Animal Crossing was, like, what if we make a game where all you could do are, like, leisure activities? <laughs> so, you can, um, like, put furniture in your house. You can garden. You can go fishing. And you can catch bugs and like. Nice. Oh, and you can dig up fossils. What? So, like, That's so, amazing. Yeah. So it was, and it's all it's very like completionisty because like you can um, like for decorating your house there was like different types of furniture like sets that you could get like the yeah yeah like the Halloween set or whatever and um, and then you know the like the fish like you can catch all of the like one of every kind of fish in the game so there was like checkbox a lot of stuff like s- that less like
0: you-have-to-live-your-life-the-right-way goals and more, like, find fun things to do in this Animal Crossing space. Right. It
1: was like a sandbox, basically. Yeah. Actually, it was really like a dollhouse, I think. Nice. Um, And, and yeah, and, like, all the neighbors will just have you, like, play games with them or, do like, run errands. Like, they want you to go pick something up from the store.
0: Yeah, that's great. And it's a little more, like, uh, individual goal Based yeah, than yeah. just the ultimate capital G goal of
1: right of, life. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, and yeah, like find mate, build wealth. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, capitalism. But yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, every time you describe Harvest Moon, I'm like, okay, so capitalism. Yeah,
1: but like <laughs> capitalism with the anime dating sim. I don't know. Like, it's just So weird. So weird. Yeah, it's like, and cows. Uh, <laughs> and cows, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Capitalism, but also uh, normalized, uh,
1: like right. made finding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just and like bad user experience. Like the I mean, rem- I remember in Harvest Moon Three for the longest time, all of my plants were dying, and I didn't understand that they were dying, and I finally realized it was because you had to fill the watering can with water. Like you had to go. Up to a water source and like use the watering can, and I had just been like painstakingly watering all of these plants with air because I didn't <sighs> understand the animation. Oh my! There is like a difference in pouring. I was also a dumb child. So yeah, like, but still, factors. these games are supposed to be for kids. Like I know, there it, should be something that's a little bit more.
0: Handholdy than that, you know, at least for the first time around. They were bad, like, they were
1: bad games. Um, (laughs) And then one of the things that really astounded me was that um, Stardew Valley, which everyone loves, kept some of the like original weirdness from Harvest Moon that I don't understand. Like, really? Yeah. So, one of the like one of the core pieces of Harvest Moon um, is that there's a wooden box next to your house where you ship things. And um, so you're, like, growing corn or whatever, and you harvest all this corn, and then you throw it into this box. And the box is basically a black hole because once you put crops in it, you can't get them back out. You can't, like—they're just, like, gone forever. And then the next morning, you would have a bunch of money in your inventory, like, instead of corn. So, oh, Um And, and the, the idea was, like, the mailman came overnight and picked up all the corn and shipped it for you. Right. But, like, that is not— Real, like nothing works that way, yeah. It's like so, it's a strange choice. So, if you just throw away all your crops, money magically appears, yeah. And then there was no (coughs) itemization, so like you have no idea how much a particular thing was worth. So, it was very oh, that is bizarre, but you could look it up, like you could look it up online, but it wasn't in the game.
0: But there's no way to build a strategy unless you look unless, into it right and they huh. might have been in the
1: game somewhere like in the like a library book but then it's like you have to run all the way to the library to like see how much a corn sells for right yeah. Yeah. right um, but so like that was weird I thought that was a weird choice and then and they kept that consistent through like almost all of the harvest moon games that's how you sell stuff uh-huh. Um, and then in Stardew Valley, that's how you sell stuff. Where no it's way. Like, really? Like it's the keeping... same, like, you yeah. just throw it somewhere and it gives you money? Yeah, it's like a black hole box on your farm where you just throw all of your crap into it oh, and it man. magically turns into money the next day.
0: Man, that's hilarious. Yeah,
1: and I, I get it because, like... It's it, a simplification, but but what a strange thing to keep cuz it feels like people people were arguing that Stardew Valley wasn't a, like copy of Harvest Moon or whatever and it's like no you can definitely tell it's it's like a straight up copy <laughs> yeah. they kept some and it's they yeah. also yeah
0: it's a, it, a non um like logical thought
1: process yeah, that for you just this <laughs> totally maintained and uh-huh. they also kept the um the like throwing presents at people but in Stardew Valley, when you walk up to somebody with an item over your head, I think it, like, turns into a present box. So, uh, they, like, he improved the, the like, interface. Right. The, um, you know, so it's, like, okay, I guess, like, I can see you So it kept...
0: looks and seems more acceptable in some ways. Yeah. But it
1: still is odd. It, like, makes a little more sense. Like, I would never assume in a game that if you throw something at somebody, that's a present.
0: Nope. Like that. <laughs> nope. It's not, not intuitive. No. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever thrown a present at someone.
1: Yeah. As, good. Here. <laughs> have these flowers. So weird. It was such a weird thing.
0: It's also hilarious to think that there's so many other pedantically realistic things. Like you just describing, you have to physically go to fill up your water jug. Yeah. To be able to water all your plants. But at the end of the day... Throw all that stuff in a box; it'll turn into money. So weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why is that the where they decide to draw the line? And why can't it just be like, oh, I gotta call the guy who picks up all my produce, right? And we will have an
1: exchange of <laughs> money for goods. And you get you get to a point where they have some of that, although it's weirder because it's actually Harvest Sprites, and they're these little elves that you can build a house for on your farm, and then mm. they'll come pick your crops for you. Weird. Oh, wow. also but
0: still, <laughs> a, a creative, you know, yeah, a more creative uh, choice than just Black Hole Box. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And and then the, the sprites, too, that was like a weird holdover from Harvest Moon because those appear in Stardew Valley, too. And it's like, I definitely, like, those are absolutely inspired by, like, the weird forest elves from the original games. Sure. Um yeah. Oh, man. Those games are so weird.
0: <laughs> what platforms do you play these on now? Like,
1: Oh, well, okay. So the last Harvest Moon game that I played, um, which is actually a pretty good one, was for the 3DS, and I'm blanking on what it's called, but I can look at it. Um, yeah, go
0: for it. Uh, the, oh, I,
1: A New Beginning.
0: A New Beginning. Harvest I'm, Moon, A New Beginning. Yeah,
1: and that one was really good. That was, like, the last really good harvest moon game in my opinion um because uh, like the art was pretty good and like there was a ton of customization that you could do and the interface was better it wasn't as like confusing and bad like they had a like super long tutorial that explains everything which you have to i think so too stupid games are so complicated like yeah you have to you have to tell me i have to throw presents at people i won't
0: yeah and even you know As an adult, if something is not intuitive, Mm -hmm. just fathom how not intuitive it is for a child. (laughs) For a six-year-old, yeah.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then I think, you know, the other silly thing about these games were that um, they had such a, like, an obvious um, feedback loop that was really satisfying for people. And um, Harvest Moon would, like, release these new games that had... Um, all new like crazy plot points and stuff. It's like all I want is for the same game again but with like more animals in it. Right. right? And they would do that. They're like in this game you can have ducks but like also there's a bunch of islands that you have to pull out of the ocean by finding these magical stones on your farm. And it's like what? I don't like... (laughs) (laughs) And just so many ridiculous things. There was one where I think it was called like Bazaar or something, and you couldn't sell anything except randomly a couple times a month there would be an open market where you could bring your crops, but like your crops would... Like, wilt after after certain points. You had to like time it out Ugh. to be able to sell them in this market. And you had, and like, it was just so bad. Like yeah. Just so much, like, just let me have, let me pet the cows. That's <laughs> all I wanted. It's like, I feel like it was so obvious. Um, but I mean, Stardew Valley really capitalized on that. So it's fine. <laughs>
0: so, with the biggest difference between. Uh, the Stardew Valley slash Harvest Moon mm-hmm. games and Animal Crossing mm-hmm. uh, be the who's who's the protagonist in Animal Crossing? Like, do you oh. play as a human interacting with animals or?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so in Animal Crossing. Um, Again, a really strange world to explain out loud, but, like, totally makes sense when you're there. But mm-hmm. you're the only human um, in this town, and everyone else is, like, an anthropomorphic animal that speaks in, like, beep sounds. Beep, beep. Yeah, and it's, um, I think they call it animalese or something, but it's, like, hi- mm, like very hyper. Very sim. Yeah. Simlish. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, like, hyper sped up, um, like, somebody just reading the dialogue. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so it sounds, it's, it's so- but it's, like, high-pitched and cute. <laughs> Um but yeah, and then they have they have like hundreds of these animals but then you get a random assortment of like twelve in your town. And they okay. all have their own customized house and their own like clothes that they wear and stuff and then you can trade things with them and befriend them and um, it's super cute, but yeah. But I was gonna say that sounds straight up adorable. It's really adorable, <laughs> but yeah, you're like the only human. And um, in the GameCube game, you could play as a boy or a girl, and the difference was that if you were a boy, you had a baseball cap, <laughs> and if you were a girl, you had a pointy hat and pigtails. <laughs> but you're always like, I was. I thought you were gonna say bow. So you know what? I'm okay with it's that. It's like <laughs> one it's like a step away from a bow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like long eyelashes, I think. But um. Uh, you're always like a little white person. Like you mm. never had any, and your face was randomized um, d- based on a quiz that you take at the beginning of the game. That's really funny. Um, yeah, which is cute. But yeah, you not a lot of like character customization other than you can like change your shirt color. Yeah. And so, then,
0: yeah. I I find the character customization of Pokemon Go. Uh. Lacking.
1: It's so sad. Lacking. They I haven't played it in a while. They haven't updated that at all. They have updated it. A lot of what they
0: updated is purchases. Mm. So you still have to so you have to like buy stuff and
1: Can you buy a new shirt.
0: <laughs> only a couple of other options. Really? Like it's still very limited. And it's still incredibly gendered. Yeah. Like, all I want to do is just buy, like, a hoodie and jeans like all of the male characters wear. But that is still not available. Like, they have little, like, skinny jean legging type Mm -hmm. things. Um, But they're, like, 200 coins. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'll buy another thing to hatch eggs in.
1: (laughs) Right. Because, like, what does it matter? Uh, um, Yeah,
0: it's one of those things where it's like, this is a a dumb you know it's
1: cosmetic
0: it's very cosmetic and like it's funny to see the people who have their thing like all tricked out with all the things that you can buy because it's like oh obviously they're putting either more time or more money into this than I am um and and that just isn't a priority to me
1: yeah
0: but man it's frustrating (laughs) yeah I've thought about just changing my avatar to one of the male ones just to like for it to be more aesthetically close to like what I would wear yeah. if I had, you know, an avatar. Yeah.
1: Um actually in the Pokemon the latest Pokemon um uh games, the Sun and Moon versions, mm-hmm. um, so they've they've updated the way that you pick your gender over the years. Like in like when Pokemon Yellow came out and you had to play as a boy and yeah. then they like finally let you pick your gender, and they're like, are you a boy or a girl? And mm. then you tell them. And um, in the latest iteration in Sun and Moon, um, they don't ask you your gender. They show you, I think it's like three or four um, portraits of somebody with short hair, and then three or four portraits of somebody with long hair. And they're like, which one do you look like the most? And they have like varying skin darkness, but their hair is the same. And they they have like hair stylists in the game where you can change your hair. But I like... They're all the same face. Like, they're mm. all – and I picked one of the short-haired ones because mm-hmm. I have short hair. Right. And then I got through this whole tutorial, and then somebody referred to me as a boy. And I was like
0: oh. – No! What a bummer. Yeah.
1: Because as you were describing, I was like, okay, like, pretty forward. Yeah, but I was, like, no. shocked because they didn't they, – I think they were trying – would gotten a, um, some feedback – that people don't like the are you a boy or a girl thing. Right. Totally understandable. Right. But I was like, this is worse. Like, now I have no I didn't know what That's I was doing. That's way picking. worse, yeah. And, like, those are some super feminine-looking, like, short hair. <laughs> Little <laughs> like, dude avatars. <laughs> I can't. I, come on. And, yeah, and then I also realized that when you, because since I played as a boy for the first ten minutes and had to reset it, um, the boys have metal furniture and the girls have wooden furniture in their bedroom.
0: It's, like, so weird choices. Like, what a weird gender, like... Yeah. That's not even, like... That's not a real,
1: like, it's, stereotype. You I know, know what I mean? It's, like, strange choice. <laughs> they were, it wasn't even, like, blue and pink. It was, like... Yeah. Like, silver versus Boys get metal. Yeah. So weird. Girls like, tree stuff. (laughs) So, so weird. And then they also had some, like, clothes in the game that only whatever gender could wear, which is like, whatever. Yeah, there is is no
0: way for a uh, female avatar in Pokemon Go to wear pants unless you pay for them. It's so stupid. It's fucking stupid. I hate it. It makes me mad. Every once in a while I'll just like check the you know, every time they do an update, I'll like check it to see if they and I'm like, no, still gotta buy pants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh the pants. Guess I'm wearing this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I can't I it feels so obvious to me. I don't understand why it's like that. I don't get it either. I feel like it's something, like it'll be all fixed by the time we're like grandparents mm-hmm. and we'll be like, back in my day. <laughs> you couldn't I could video Pokemon game. Go
0: and wear pants. Uh, yeah. So stupid. It's very dumb. Yeah. And uh, my handle is a woman's name. Mm-hmm. So when I think about making my avatar into a male character, and it. We- yeah, like, it makes me go, like, will that confuse Pete, you know? But, like, what do I care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I I don't know. I don't, yeah. It doesn't change the gameplay at all. It's totally an aesthetic thing, but it still I mean, takes me off.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's shitty that they charge you real money for cosmetic things. Yes. Like, that's just
0: annoying. I think so, too. And there's one thing where, like, it's such a cash grab, but yeah. it's once you get to level 30... Uh, you can buy a sweatshirt that has a 30 on it. Uh-huh. And so they're basically just like, hey, mark your accomplishment by paying us some money. Yeah, make
1: sure everyone <laughs> knows how cool you are.
0: Exactly, and people love getting it because yeah. it's like, yeah, of course these video game nerds want right. to like, yeah. uh, pump some coins into showing off that they're past level 30. Mm-hmm. But at this point, most people who still play the game are. So yeah. It's it's like... Barely an accomplishment anymore. You're right. Uh, but
1: Pokemon Go, if you're Pokemon. listening, put some some pants. Listen up, Niantic.
0: <laughs> Give a gal some pants.
1: <laughs> um, I Pokemon released a new mobile game that they developed themselves recently called really? Magikarp Jump. Have you heard of this? No. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. They, I mean, whatever. I really like it. It's stupid, though. But, um. I'm going to look it up the it. second <laughs> that I leave here. The premise is there are only Magikarp in the game, and you're in a town where only Magikarp exists, and you face off against people, not with Pokemon battles, but to see whose Magikarp can, like, flail higher. <laughs> um. And then it's just, like, an endless cycle of upgrading because it's uh. like you deck out your pond and you grow your Magikarp to be higher levels and then you get higher leveled so you can make higher leveled Magikarp. Man, that sounds so up your alley. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I've already spent six real dollars (laughs) in Magikarp
0: Jump upgrading the pond. How many real dollars do you spend in, like, do they even have, um, like, in-game purchases for things like Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon? No, yeah, only mobile
1: games. But Animal Crossing has done its fair share of, like, card, like, physical card-based stuff. Really? Yeah, they did back on the, um, uh, oh, my God. So on the GameCube, they had, there was a cord that you could buy that would hook your um, uh, Game Boy Advance up to your GameCube as a makeshift controller. Yes. And then they also had this, like, e-reader thing. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, and it was, like, a card scanner. Because um, I think they had it for Pokemon games, too. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, a thing Nintendo tried for a minute. Which, it's basically, like, Amiibos are, like, the new version of this. I was about to say the same
0: thing. It was, yeah. like, pre-Amiibos. Yeah. Um, And Amiibos are probably a better... Like,
1: oh, I would think so. Uh, uh,
0: marketing tactic,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that they thought the e reader cards would be popular because Pokemon cards were popular, right? Like, oh, people like cards. I don't think people actually like cards that much, but they interesting do like little toys.
0: It seems like there's a, a lack of crossover in someone who enjoys like all of the above, you yeah. know what I mean? It seems like you're either into like the trading card game. Mm-hmm. Or you play a bunch of the platforms. Mm -hmm. But from the people, I guess, because, like, Chris Geiger is super into Pokemon. He talked about Pokemon on the podcast. And he's played, like, almost all of the video games. But he, like, never really got super into the trading card game. I'm the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, like, one friend who does both. Whereas it
1: seems like Tom for yeah, instance. only the card game. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The card game is always super confusing to me. I think so, too. I, yeah. I don't
0: understand. Like, it amazes me that little kids it understand is. the mechanics of some of those card games. I know. Holy crap.
1: I um, I mean, like, tabletop games in general, You, I like, I've started playing D&D recently, uh-huh. um, and you have to do, like, actual math. Yeah. It's not hard math. It's, like, addition, but... Um, it's Video still, games do all that for you. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, to a degree, I was still making Animal Crossing spreadsheets. But.
0: I was going to say, unless you... <laughs> unless you're weird. <laughs> uh,
1: unless you get in too deep. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, my own fault. But, but yeah, it's weird, like, having to add up damage that you're doing and stuff, and it's like, oh, no, I, I, you know, in Pokemon, <laughs> you right. don't have to do that. Right, just, yeah. just do damage. Right, it just knocks yeah. off some of your HP. Yeah. So simple. Uh,
0: (laughs) What do you think is the most, uh, like, satisfying thing that you get out of playing one of these games?
1: Uh, If I think too hard about that, then I start to question why I play them at all. Because it's, I don't know, (laughs) it's like some, some kind of... (laughs) <laughs> like, checking off of all of the boxes as soon as I possibly can. Uh-huh. But I always, like, I almost never hit all of my goals. Like, I get bored before really? I do. Yeah, because it's, I mean, when you're sinking, like, I, you know, like, in, in Animal Crossing, wanting to, um, like, completely plan out my town in New Leaf. And there's a lot of, like, variables that you can't control. Like, um, your your villagers will, like, put up a new house and, like, Mm. take down a house, and that'll, like, totally throw off your map Mm. or whatever. And (laughs) And you pull up your spreadsheet, fuming. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though, and then I would, you know, you spend, like, a couple hours doing this, like, fixing this very tedious thing, and then you're like, why am I here? And Uh stop, and so I, but I have this, like, endless cycle of wanting to make everything perfect and then not caring, and so I don't know, but. It's it's hard to say, but I, I think it I think it's similar. Um, like I compared it to a dollhouse earlier, and mm-hmm. I think it's similar to that. It's like, oh, this is my own. Yeah, it's like a god complex. It's like <laughs> my own little world that I have complete control over, almost. And uh, it's yeah, like just arranging everything just so. This is nice. Yeah, I don't know. That's um, so funny. Yeah.
0: I ask myself that question about Pokemon Go a lot because really? I really do played a decent amount and uh, especially if I'm trying to like take over a gym or something and the game glitches and I like can't get back in and I'm just like I just wasted (laughs) 20 minutes standing outside this restaurant (laughs) tapping (laughs) and I just leave and be angry and be like why did I even try to do this in a first what is one more coin gonna get me Yeah,
1: another egg hatcher like
0: (laughs) and then you know the next day I'm back at it, yeah. so I do with that too.
1: Is it, are you trying to collect all the Pokemon?
0: I would love to, yeah, I mean, every time I get, and I have a couple of friends who still play as well, and, you know, comparing Pokedexes and who our highest Pokemon are and stuff like that, it's fun! Yeah. And like, I And I have, a, a friend of mine is at a higher level than I am, but I have more Pokemon in my Pokedex than uh-huh. he does, and he, the first time that we checked and that was the case, he was like, What? Like, (laughs) (laughs) not mad, but legitimately, like, shocked. Like, how could this? (gasps) What? (laughs) And, like, (laughs) and there was something totally satisfying about that. Mm -hmm. And comparing, like, which ones he had that I didn't have yet. And, uh, so it's the social aspect. That's exactly. I absolutely think. If he wasn't still playing, I probably wouldn't be playing as much. Really? Because he's, like, my closest friend who still plays the game. And he also is one of my closest friends. Yeah. So I think if I didn't have an outlet to talk to someone about it at all, I would probably be less want to continue playing
1: it. Yeah. That's cool. That's a noble goal, I Mm -hmm. think. Or at least reason to keep playing a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you feel like you have that a little with these?
0: It seems like they're... They're um, relatively popular games. Yeah, more lately,
1: like, um, Animal Crossing New Leaf was a really popular game. And it was more popular than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like, right. It's a pretty weird thing. But it's also really accessible because there's not a lot of, you know, um, it's not... You don't have to do a ton of strategy for it. But right. you can. So it's kind of, like... It, uh,
0: you get out of it what you put into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's an appeal there for people like me, and then also normal people who just want to play a like fun, cute game and not right. Yeah, like, right. Be weird about it, but um, and I do think that that's
0: where I am on the spectrum of Pokemon Go. Like I yeah. do still think I'm a casual player of it, whereas there are people who have the thing that you can use. With your phone still in your pocket.
1: Oh, yeah, and the you, watch thing.
0: Uh-huh, mm-hmm. and you just catch a bunch of shitty Pokemon, and then the next time you open the game, you, like, get rid of all of them, and it helps you yeah, build and up. Yeah, you can sell,
1: or what, you, like, trade them for coins, mm-hmm. which you can sink into the new ones or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah,
0: so you get enough, of, uh, enough candy of a certain right. type of Pokemon to be able to evolve, and evolving gives you more star... Dust, which allows you to uh, power up right. your, like, higher level Pokemon, things yeah. like that. It's a, it's the same, like you said, it's the same mechanic as most of these other games. Right. It's gathering enough things to be able to upgrade, and mm-hmm. uh, it's so outside of just collecting all of the types, which is, like, an inherent part of any Pokemon game, the other, like, you're also trying to hold gyms for as long as possible. So, and right. the way to do that is leveling up the characters as much as possible um, so that they're big and strong and can hold a gym more. So it's all just collecting and uh, expelling and right. upgrading and... That's really it. Like, it's a very, it's very basic gameplay. And I, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, There was a, um, like, a Flash game, I think, that somebody made on, um, it was one of those game websites that was really popular in, like, the 2000s. Like, addictinggames.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was called Upgrade Complete. And it was just somebody making a comment on the fact that all games were, like, up like a series of upgrading and it was like one of those spaceship flying games. But the when the game started you couldn't even click on like at the menu button or anything and you had to like buy it with points. That's
0: so funny. Yeah,
1: and so like the whole the whole game was you just like improving the interface through upgrades. That's really funny. That's so meta. And yeah, and it was like totally making fun of that cycle and I played that game like multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's <laughs> It's kind of like if something is
0: supposed to be a satire of a genre, yeah, and and, and, just... and you only watch it as something that scratches the same itch as that genre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you accomplished your goal or just fed into your own. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, The show, uh, the show, Unreal, is this scripted show about. Bachelor and Bachelorette type shows. Oh, really? And they use a lot of the same tropes Mm -hmm. as those shows do within the characters that are on the show Unreal. Like, so the producers of the like Bachelor and Bachelorette shows find themselves in love triangles and, you know, I'm leaving you to run off with this person and things like that. And I know they do it on purpose. Like, I know it's commentary. But some it's a really interesting watch because I'll be like, but I don't want that to be the reason I like this show. You know right. what I mean? Like, this is still manipulative in the same way that – the bachelor and the bachelorette are maybe, so it's a really interesting like meta commentary
1: yeah maybe it feels more palatable because it's self aware right like, yes you don't have to feel like like i know i know i'm not being tricked cuz i'm also in on it or whatever yes <laughs> yeah
0: there really is like when i watch i have to i have to kind of like justify some of the decisions they make by exactly what you said like well they're self aware that they're making this choice that they're using this same trope and it just makes me think about the ramifications of that, you know? Like, what are these showrunners trying to say about why we watch these shows, you know? Like, are they trying to get one over on the audience, or is it commentary? Like, it really makes me—so it feels like there's an element to that, to this, too.
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, that's why you have to be careful with satire, right? Because, like— if if you're it, like if you're not careful you're just continuing the thing that you're trying to satirize so right yeah I think that I think that makes sense that's <laughs> I yeah. think that's the right place to <laughs> land on it yeah uh,
0: do you feel like there are things that you would be remiss to not mention where the the world of these games hmm. are concerned
1: I mean I guess I guess I'm just uh, glad that you wanted to talk to me about them because they're it's, like, this super weird love that I've had for forever that I don't talk about that often because it it doesn't, like, come up naturally in conversation. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's it's fun to remember that I have all this, like, bizarre knowledge for these super old games that <laughs> are bad. <It's laughs> bad. I mean, Harve- Har- um, Animal Crossing isn't bad, but Harvest Moon is definitely bad. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like...
0: There is an element of having an interest in a love for something like this specifically that is so, like, personal. And, like, you refer to, uh like, being a fan of these things, like, in the closet. Yeah. Uh, and it is funny to think about how popular they are. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, when I play Pokemon Go... And I see someone, like, currently in a gym battle near me, you know, because you can tell when someone's trying to, like, take Mm -hmm. a gym down. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, a ton of other people
1: play these games, you know? like and they're, like, right there, like, 20 feet away.
0: Exactly. And it's so easy to forget that, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's more connected than it is divisive
1: that was a thing that a lot of people were saying about Pokemon go that was really cool it mm-hmm. was just yeah like being able um, it was it's such a social game yes um, and yeah like you can you can argue that a lot of video games aren't like even multiplayer ones uh-huh um, so yeah I I like that Pokemon go did that I wish more games could like um, like be that way, I guess. Yeah. There's not really an element of that with any you
0: would have to be, you know, talking to someone about the fact that you both play Animal Crossing. You yeah, know?
1: I mean, although New Leaf has a little bit of that, um, because it had, if you like leave your Game Boy or Game Boy, haha, <laughs> if you leave your 3DS on but like closed, uh-huh. um, if you walk past people, they had this right. like street tag system. Uh huh. And I did find at one of my old jobs, one of my coworkers played and we found out that way because oh, that's we so were fun. showing up in each other's games. And I was like, oh, that's Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah. Uh, My friend. Joe, who is the other person who plays Pokemon Go the most, that's his favorite aspect of the 3DS. Yeah. Is even just like the game that comes loaded on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Because we'll go to cons and stuff together. Oh, and he'll get like 300 of them. And yeah. he, and like every, you know, few hours, he'll like clean, clear out his queue and like play all the little mini games with people. Uh-huh. Um. And every time I like see him do it
1: or talk to him about it, I'm like, that is such a cool mechanic. It's really cool, and they even What's show you street pass. Street pass, yeah, and they show you like what country the people are from. Yes, that's yeah.
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's just like yet another thing where, when you're around a community of people who do it more constantly, it's just like, oh man, cool. Like I get to like interact in a really small way with all these people. With these
1: randos, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like it.
0: That's cool. I'm glad there's an element of that to the to, to Animal Crossing.
1: Crossing. Yeah, I'm um, E three is going on like right now mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping that they announce a new one. Yeah. And that it'll be all of that and more. Yeah. And I'll probably just be like waiting for the year and a half or whatever it'll take. Them that to it make comes it. out like, Keeping an eye on, on now FOGU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all my my research websites.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, lastly, yeah. how do you feel like your love of Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon uh, and maybe newly Stardew Valley mm-hmm. influence you creatively
1: oh. and
0: your general day-to-day life?
1: Yeah, um, they, they definitely have, uh, like I, the, the cute, um, I think, like, the the anime word for it is, like, chibi, like, that art style of the, like, tiny people with huge eyes and stuff. Um, okay. I, I think I have heard that term before. Yeah, like, that's influenced my drawing style for sure. Just, uh, like, all of the, like, Pokemon and stuff growing up. Um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I, I don't know, I've always, like, really loved little simulator-type games. And so I'm sure that's influenced... Um, the, like, going into programming as an adult and, like, design. So,
0: yeah. I yeah. Think. Oh, my gosh. It's 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 rampant in yeah.
1: all the stuff that you do, I'm
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: a bit. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> design
0: is exactly what you're doing with uh, an Animal Crossing spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, it's true. And then even, like, picking up on the, like, hating... Um, little interface stuff in Harvest Moon, like all of that, fed into wanting to go into web design and being like, "Oh, I can make things better." That's like, awesome. Yeah, so I, but I think it, it just kind of makes sense because it's like, oh, if you, if you, you, like, grok these things, then you end up in these kinds of careers. So yes,
0: yeah. absolutely. But it's so cool to have such a one to one.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think so too.
0: That's really. That's really fun. I like that a lot, that you can really draw that line and go like, yes, this is a thing I was into as a kid. And And it it
1: totally fit into my career,
0: yeah. And to to be able to translate finding frustrating glitches into (laughs) making it so that other people don't have to deal with that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah,
1: it makes me feel good to think about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it should. And uh, especially when... You, you at times will play the game and get frustrated by something and go like why do i even do this yeah, you know what the hell? Yeah. at the end of the day you've made a career out of some of those same you know improving uh, things glitches yeah. and tweaks and and uh satisfying natures of well all of this is in order uh-huh. and <laughs> i can move on with my day uh-huh. what a cool what a like great thing to be able to point to and be like this was an influence on me
1: yeah yeah it's true (laughs) thanks for making me aware of that I am
0: so glad to be able to bring that to your attention because (laughs) I I think it's really that's one of the reasons I really like this show is people will not realize that the thing that they love really does like affect their life
1: totally yeah
0: for, for, you know, in ways that you don't even realize. It just becomes kind of ingrained and
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's imperative to yeah. what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I don't
0: think about that very often. Well, yeah. here we are. Mm-hmm. And also, any naysayers who are like, why do people waste time on video games? <laughs> Fuck you, because <laughs> yeah. Savannah hasn't wasted any time. She's... Put I mean, time into games debatable. in a way that <laughs> I knew I knew you would debate with me. I knew you would, but I I went out on the limb and said it anyway. Yeah, and and to even have the influence in the physical creative aspects yeah. of drawing and cartooning and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's so imperative oh, to
1: that field. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I it's, think it's definitely influenced drawing for sure.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. what. Do you think uh, do you think there will ever ever be a time where you kind of where this kind of culminates? Is there anything that you're like on the horizon that you're like, you know, I'd really like to do this?
1: Um, I I do like my forever goal is to draw more and to do like more webcomic y type stuff, but I don't have a ton of self confidence about it. Um, so I you know, that's like it's always sort of a that I strive for mm-hmm. um and yeah and like this definitely influenced that that so desire that, yeah that's yeah.
0: great well I think you should keep doing it because oh, I like all the little ones that I've seen <laughs> thus far you. yeah I remember you making a little cartoon for uh when we did that Soho House oh, yeah, show ch-
1: and I chase. thought it was great <laughs> I loved it so much it was just like this small moment I uh, yeah that's that's Kind of where um, those are the kinds of things that I draw a lot, like the like little moments mm-hmm. that are more scribbly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I should I should do more of them.
0: I liked it, and it, it <laughs> definitely
1: you. feels like
0: this is an influence too, because it's like, you know, your harvest moon days, is, is just little small well, moments, little moments,
1: slice throwing, of life.
0: throwing a gift at someone. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for doing this.
1: Thanks for inviting me. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Me too. I love you,
0: Savannah. and I mean it. I love you too.
1: (laughs) Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash to donate today. And go
0: to www.nerdologues.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome.
1: Thank you all, thank you all. I am grabbot23548x.